and welcome back to another brand new episode this is episode nine which means there's only one episode left oh my god this is crazy that it's almost over season one thank you to those who have been listening with us so far and have made it this far if not go catch up but this week we got a good one we talked about all the celebrities this weekend because they had a ball we talked about met gala we talked about the vmas Chloe dropped Have Mercy, Lil Nas is dropping soon, and then finally we ended it with a nice little segment called Darren's Dope Dabbles. This is the experience. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to the experience. I go by the name of Darren. And I go by Jay, Jay from the block. this is episode, (laughs) episode nine. Wow. An ultimate episode. This is so crazy, here, bro. bro. It's so crazy. I can't believe it. Like, we literally did 10 episodes, if you count the preview, 11. Like, well, we haven't yeah. done it yet. We'll do it next week. But the fact that we're this far is crazy to me. That's real, yeah. Well, we really, like, set set our minds to this one, you know. We here, man. We about to... It's getting a little bittersweet. Yeah. You know, this is just, you know... But it's only season one. You guys know we, we're yeah. going to be back. We'll but, be back. Yeah. But the fact that we made it this far, I just want to say, don't ever play with the motherfucking king. And that's for Sierra, if you're listening. She didn't test me, but, like, she loves when I say that. And so, yeah. Don't ever test the motherfucking king, okay? I I do what I set the fuck out to do, okay? (laughs) Okay, I don't don't get that, but I'm a... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How was your week? How was your weekend? how, how, How was the stuff? (laughs) <laughs> how was stuff how was stuff uh, no, yeah bro. oh man it was pretty normal you know niggas, niggas ain't really do too much you know this weekend you know as opposed to my dallas weekend mm-hmm. you know i just i've been kind of chilling man just been uh just you know getting work done actually getting ready uh i got like a big work thing coming up oh nice auto show in pontiac uh it's called motorbella i'll be there um doing a lot of work for that so yeah i was doing some of that for the, during the weekend but maybe a little bit of drinking here and there okay <laughs> maybe uh, i don't know i didn't really do too much too much too, too much of anything exciting we love you a good me? beverage yeah. though we love a good exactly beverage. exactly so you know i had a had a decent time what about you man me on the other hand my weekend was pretty exciting i got fucked no i'm just kidding um I mean, I did today, but, you know, that's something. That's for a different story. We'll talk about that off the air. But um, <laughs> so this weekend, I did some exploring just because now I have a vehicle. Um, you know, I'm really ready to work. I'm so ready to work. Um, but, yeah, I did some exploring t- uh, this weekend. I went to Santa Monica, went to the beach. And when I was on the beach, there was this, like, big ass cycling class like they have the cycling scooters like right on the beach and i'm like this is the most la shit that i've ever fucking seen like wow like yeah i'm like what the fuck okay but yeah it was nice went to some restaurants i went to el segundo um some family friends there hung out went to some restaurants checked out that neighborhood but you know i've just been getting used to the lay of the land driving and shit and you know getting used to the traffic and you know niggas can't drive here you know yeah, I was about to ask, how is that traffic over there? I know I've already, I've always heard about LA traffic. You know, it kind of goes in that same pocket with Atlanta, New it's, York. It's so uh, fucking autos. horrible. 
terrible traffic places. That's what I heard. And I think it's because two reasons. One, these motherfuckers can't drive. But two, the speed limits are so fucking slow here. Like, the speed limit on the, the freeway is, like, 65 miles per hour. When I'm in Michigan, I'm at least doing 80. At least. At least. Even though it's 70 on all of those uh, yeah. signs, the speed limit. Like, if you, you do 70 on the freeway in Michigan, you, you're slowing down traffic. You're like, going pretty, pretty slow. Yeah, yeah, that's what I learned. A lot of different places, man, like, you realize you appreciate Michigan because I feel like Michigan just got some of the best drivers. But just, just California got some of the best car insurance, though. I will say that because I don't. Oh, miss yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. L.A. I feel like L.A. is expensive in a lot of places, but not but very, you know, affordable in, in other areas. Yeah. Like you said, like car insurance and whatnot. But yeah, Michigan definitely has high ass car insurance. But I think Michigan yeah, has the highest in the fucking nation. My mom was telling I mean, me. We are the motor city. I wouldn't be that surprised. Man, fuck that's all that, still, bro. Fix these bro. I mean, niggas are still good drivers, though. Overall, like, you yeah. know, niggas learn how to drive there. Niggas, like, niggas, I remember learning how to drive in the snow. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so funny because somebody here was like, How's the traffic? Like, was it terrible and stuff? And I'm like, You know, I learned how to drive like in the snow and the elements. It don't even rain here. So it's like, you know, this is not really the the most, the the, the hardest part about driving is keeping my mental together because I get so annoyed because niggas can't drive. That's the hardest part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that seems like niggas is getting the hang of it, hang of things over I there, man. I am. I am. That's good. LA is treating you good. It is. So far in a lot I'm of ways. I'm never leaving. And my roommate gets here Friday. I'm so excited. Sunny D. Okay. Sunny D. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, God. This is a shout out, actually. Go listen to her podcast. It's called The Keisha's. I'm a, um, I don't know how I'm going to. I'll put the link, like, if you're listening to this on Apple or on Spotify, I think I should be able to do it. I'll put the link to their podcast there, and you can check it out. But, yeah. Yeah, check out her shit. Definitely great content. Yeah. Man. But a lot has happened this week besides, like, shit that we was on, man. You know, Chloe, my baby Chloe, she finally dropped her, uh, her Have Mercy. Why keep flossing like I do? Why keep pausing like I do? Period. I know a lot of people was ex- excited for this song. Hey, you know, niggas have been talking about this. You know, me and you talked about this a lot beforehand. Just, like, groups, like, music groups and whatnot. And yeah. just, like, their dynamics and just, like, how, you know, the best groups work when they are in, like, are, like, in harmony, for lack of a better word, with each other. Mm-hmm. Then, like, you know, then, like, too similar or too, too different. Yeah. And we were talking about Chloe and Hallie for the longest, man. Like, and, and we, we, you know, we both have our appreciations for that group. Uh, I didn't you know, want to say I, I predicted I, I, Chloe going solo. I predicted this. <laughs> he, yeah, exactly. So that's that's kind of where I'm getting to. So, yeah, we definitely were talk, was talking about that for a minute. And, and just, like, you know, like, we, we both fans of, of their music. And they also dropped, you know, a pretty good album in 2020. Yeah, Ungodly uh, Hour got me through the pandemic. Ungodly Hour is probably, probably one of the better R&B albums of that year. And it sure. was robbed for the awards. It should have won so much more. It was robbed. Yeah. But yeah, they were kind of new. Blah, blah, blah. Niggas uh, seen them and grownish. It was not me included. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, we you definitely, we definitely talked about, like, their, you know, likelihood of going or, like, separating Chloe and Hallie. You know, they do well as a group because they're both, their personalities mesh well. Yeah. And they're different enough so you can tell, like, you can tell that they're not, like, carbon copies of the same 
you know, artists. Like, you know, it's like they're sisters, yeah. They sound kind of similar because their vocal, you know, register is around the same type shit. But overall, they're pretty different. So, and then you'd be like, oh, okay, who would go solo? And a lot of people was trying to break them up and be like, oh, fuck, fuck out of here. And Hallie got that Disney check coming. She does. I'm excited to see The Little Mermaid. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be good to see like a black woman play like Ariel, 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 whatever the fuck her name is. I think Uh, they pronounce it. So, look, if you got a little flavor, you say Ariel, but Disney, they pronounce it Ariel. So she's playing Ariel. Playing Ariel. Okay. But yeah, like, and then you was like, you used to always be like, yeah, you think Chloe's gonna be solo, and that kind of goes along with what people are saying, like Chloe's that Chloe's the Beyonce. I wouldn't say that though. I mean, because Hallie hasn't gone solo yet. Y'all haven't seen what she could do by herself, so I wouldn't count Hallie out. I love both of them, but and I do that too. But I hate when people do that. Yeah, new ass artists on the pedestal with these uh, all time greats. And I think she was getting interviewed. She was like, that means, like, she's like, when people compare her to Beyonce, like, she's, it's such a compliment because that's, like, her mentor. Like, Beyonce kind of, like, you know, is guiding her in Hallie's career. So, like, if she can mm-hmm. even have, like, an ounce of her success, like, that, you know, means so much to her. I just love how, like, gracious Chloe is about that. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, but she's doing good. She's, she's got the, obviously, she's got the sex appeal. Yeah. She's beautiful. And I really love the idea of the song. First of all, let's talk about how the song was even better than I expected it to be. Like, that doesn't happen too often. Like, I expected it to be good because it was Chloe, but it was even, like, better because, like, the hook where it has, like, the, 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 well, everybody's heard the little Have Mercy hook. And then when the second part of the hook comes in with those fucking harmonies, I'm like, oh, it's the slightest things. Like, I don't know. As a musician, little shit like that just makes me go crazy. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Such a genius. Yeah. Especially since she produces her, like, a lot of her own tracks. It really gives you that, wow, she she knows. Like, she knows yeah. what she's doing. Like, she, she has a good knowledge of music. She knows how to make good music and palatable music and popular music that's going to get ran up on the charts. Obviously, she's on this wave. And and this is a beautiful era that we're in. We're seeing a lot of women rappers. Well, she's not a rapper, but she's a singer. But I'm just talking about in that realm, just like do women who are doing very well in this in this space because of their creativity, especially when it comes to like music videos. Right. You start to see a lot of these music videos go stupid, and and you just you start to like uh, just appreciate. I say I, I call it a little bit the she's not the first, but like the like the Nicki Minaj Cardi B effect. Mm-hmm. Like with their videos, in a sense, I guess you can you could trace it all the way back to Missy Elliott for real. And I, but I really yeah. like the theme of the song. Like her vision behind it was basically like owning her body. Like so many times, a lot of these men, you know, definitely sexualize women, and you know, uh, what's the word? What's the word? They um, not exploit. I mean, exploiting. Yeah, very much that. If I think Just about sexual. it. If I think, yeah, sexualize, if I think of it, it's not those two words, but you know, they definitely do that. But I like the theme of like her, like making the video about ass and her owning her own sexuality and like luring men and like turning them into fucking stone because they think that they got it twisted. Like they think that they can own like her body, but no, she owns her body. And if you want to try and do that, she'll learn, she'll lure you in and turn you into motherfucking stone. And I thought that was genius. Some Medusa shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a good video. 
Uh, she's a beautiful woman doing great, beautiful things. I wish the best for Chloe and and Hallie too. Yeah, because Hallie's gonna get hers as well. There was this um, cute video too, right after Chloe got off the stage at the VMAs, and Hallie just like grabbed her up and just was like, "Bitch, yes, like you did this." Like they were like crying. I was like, "That is support right there." You know, like when you win, I win. That's the type of support that I love to see. Sisterly love. Yeah. Yeah. And while we're on the topic of music, just going away from Chloe, Baby Keem also dropped his album, The Melodic Blue. Yeah, I, I did not uh, do my I'm, homework. I gotta listen to that. I'm I a big, I'm a big fan of it. Like, I not a big fan. I'm a good fan, a, a decent fan of Baby Keem. I've listened to his his projects beforehand. Die for My Bitch was one of my favorites. Great album. Everybody should check it out. Melodic Blue came out Friday. Uh, yeah, fuck with him. Yeah, I gotta definitely do my homework on that one. I I don't know. I think I've I probably been under a rock just because I've been moving and getting used to everything. But I'm gonna check that out because there's a lot of shit that I gotta check out. The I'm just now getting caught up on Rick and Morty. Um, and I think the season's yeah. done now. So yeah, yeah, they finished. Yeah, season five. Yeah, great finale too. Uh, I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. That episode where okay, spoiler alert. This is a spoiler. Okay, <laughs> fuck y'all. Fuck the spoiler alert. Y'all niggas, we've been talking about it. That episode Whoa. where the decoys, that shit fucked me up. Because I'm like, oh, who's decoy real families? who's not? The decoy families? Yeah. That yeah. Was it definitely was just like, damn, who is like... like this you don't know who's rigged. who anymore. It kind of just scrambled the fairies. Because you, you're already trying to keep track of which Rick and Morty... Is that like, you're following that you're in following, and you already—they're not even in the correct universe because they're the Rick and Morty in that universe then died. Went and to took over. Yeah. and then there's yeah. so many Ricks and Mortys because of the Citadel and everything, and then they throw in this fucking ah, uh, uh, the decoys just threw me off. But all right, we're not hey, Rick and Morty right now. Go ahead. This is the Rick and Morty podcast. One day, hey, if y'all want to hear us talk about Rick and Morty or more TV shows, we will because we yeah, watch a good amount of for sure. Yeah, so just, just yeah, let us know. All right, but we talked about Chloe, Baby Keem, the VMAs. What do we think? <laughs> what did we think? VMAs, man. The Video Music Awards, MTV. It was what? How long is MTV? Well, you said, four, they said 40 years? The 40th anniversary yeah. of MTV? Yeah. Music. Okay, all right. Like, the Video Music Awards, man. You know, MTV... I want to say MTV for a long time has definitely been a cultural staple in yeah. terms of just videos, getting uh, hip to new music, uh, especially like the era where pop music was was really up there, like when Michael, when Mike and Janet and, and wasn't like, Michael and Jackson the first black David person Bowie. to have his stuff on MTV, like his video to be on there? Yeah, to be on MTV. And, yeah. then, and then he put it on the VMAs. His videos are just like out of this world. So you kind of needed to include him. And MTV was just like, yeah, even though MTV isn't their history is a little is a little shoddy because, you know, a lot of different things that MTV's got going on. But, you know, the VMAs is definitely like a, a, a moment in the culture to kind of recognize videos like that. But, you know, in my opinion, just like the VMAs falls prey to a lot of the same problems that I have with other award shows like the Grammys and, and the Oscars and the Emmys. And, and it's like the hashtag VMA is so white. Like Oscars so yeah. white, bro. Like I, I, In my opinion, like this VMAs 
wasn't any better than the VMAs I saw last year, and I don't even remember the VMAs last year or the VMAs before that. And I just like, they're so gettable. Like it's <laughs> it just feels like it's the same rehash of the same predominantly white. Obviously, like we we live in a predominantly white country society, so we're gonna lot we're gonna get a lot of whiteness. But it's like in a VMA, it's kind of really show that the whiteness, regardless of quality, the whiteness will be the rank will reign. And I'm so tired of the black people keeping these shows alive, because let's be honest, without the black performances, it would not be mm-hmm. it. And the black I'm so tired of seeing these award shows where the black people are performing, but they're not getting these awards and all it goes to the white people. So, yeah, exactly. like that's that's very annoying. But I am very happy for my baby, Lil Nas X. He won Video of the Year, right? That's what it's called, right? Yeah, MTV Video of the Year. And uh-huh. I think he deserved it. He did a really good job. He's really been busting his ass. And I'm so proud of him. He was so happy. I was. It was so happy. It was a really good feeling for me seeing him so happy. I was just like, yes, you, you did the damn thing. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. He, uh... He kind of shut shit down. Definitely had the internet buzzing with his videos. Like, Lil Nas X has definitely been one of the more talked about figures in music uh, in the last few years, honestly. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely, he's already a pop star. Um, his album is dropping soon. Um, from where we're recording, well, by the time this drops, the album will we'll be, be out. Yeah, it'll be a so, fresh. Yeah, so that, so yeah, y'all definitely get to hear like a full length project from Lil Nas, but he definitely did a good job at the VMAs. And I agree, yeah, the black art has always been pioneer, has always been the pioneering force of a lot of these white spaces nowadays because mm-hmm. and, and you know, I read I read a little bit about this just about like the media and just like how even back in the nineties there was a there was a little dis- there was distinction of what, what was white culture even white people don't really have a culture, but like white music <laughs> culture and black music, like you had like, you know, the punk rock, you had the Avril Lavigne's, like you had to like, you had like people like those, these pop stars, like in the white spaces that were obviously like making music geared towards white people. But now it's become like an amalgam where white people are kind of taking a lot of what we're doing, what us as black people are doing. Um, and you know you really see that at the VMAs, like you really start to see shit like that. And you'd be like, oh, like a lot of these artists, like the Kid Leroy. The Kid Leroy, bro. I I, I like some of the Kid Leroy songs. I do. <laughs> but like this nigga is, I don't know. He kind of give me. He get like Post Malone. Like you put him in like rap, but he's like he's rapping, but he's like he's white, so he's gonna always have that punk and pop edge. Uh, and he's gonna give more plays from white people. Even Jack Harlow, I give him the closest out of white people. He's the closest to our side of the spectrum than white people to side of the spectrum. But he skyrocketed more than if a black person made his exact same music. I yeah, just, I keep it it's a lot of black people that make music like Jack, even even better than Jack. Yeah, I just think it's on here because he's white, and it's just like the VMAs is one of those platforms that kind of keeps that narrative going. Yeah, that, that white people are the are at the top of the totem pole still they're gonna still be there they're gonna, they're gonna get the awards 
They're gonna get all that shit. Justin Bieber got artist of the year, bro. And uh, that shit was like, what the fuck did he drop? Like, what did he right? Do? Like, what did he like, do? Oh my god, artist of the year. On TikTok. Apparently, I'm, I'm not a TikToker. I don't. I don't get in on that TikTok. category. I don't even this up because th- that was some bullshit. Hold on, keep yeah, going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. No, I'm about to say that that nigga, that nigga Jay Biebs, Like, obviously, they said that he was on TikTok going crazy. He had that. Uh, Peach's song with Giveon. He won something for that too with Giveon and Daniel Caesar. I don't. He remember had a coon on his song and won Artist of the Year. Yeah, exactly for that. For that, and Justin Bieber barely tried this year. He didn't give a fuck for real. Let me keep it a buck with you. If y'all Justin Bieber fans, y'all should be disappointed in your favorite artist. That nigga didn't give a fuck this year. So these were the nominees. It was Taylor Swift. Fuck <laughs> Taylor Swift. Are you kidding? First of all, these like, nominees. Taylor Swift is gonna be at every ever since everybody talks about the VMAs with Yay talking over Taylor Swift to get Beyonce her props. Taylor Swift has been at every VMAs nominated for every single VMA assistant. She's always even though Taylor Swift isn't in the same in our views in the same like pop culture lexicon that a lot of these other maybe whiter artists like like uh, uh, Dua Lipa and shit like that are. She's always still gonna be nominated for these awards she's always still gonna be in our faces enough where people be like oh taylor Swift's wide enough and she's popular enough we're gonna give her some uh, award nominations and see what she'll win fuck it so she has a lot of wins. and so of- with that being said this this nomination list the fact that there's only two black women there's no black men in here that's quite concerning um but we got taylor swift doja cat ariana grande megan the stallion olivia rodrigo and justin bieber now here's what who i think should have won fucking meg are you kidding me megan the stallion should have won and if we had to give it to a white person then ariana grande those two have put out the most stuff they've been doing different things releasing shit like they've been out here doing shit like i mean olivia rodrigo she you know she's kind of popular she has her you know her songs and stuff people really like that she's good with the younger crowd but i feel like yeah ariana grande and meg are seasoned they've been putting in that fucking work and like are you kidding me even doja even doja they're superstars now and i didn't know how much of a superstar olivia rodrigo is was until I watched the VMAs. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, people fuck with this. Oh, she was at and the I, White I, House. I, I she was back, at the White House. I need to get back in my white music bag because I'm not going to hold you. some white songs that I do be bopping to. Oh, yeah. But it's, well, I it's love some, like, Ariana Grande. Like, I, I will go on the record and say that I am a super fan. I am an Arianator for her. You know, I lo- I've heard every album, every unreleased, every, you know, special Target edition song. Like, I, I love Ariana Grande. That's one of my white yeah. queens. I, I will say, yeah, yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's some, some white rap, some white rappers too. Well, really, just one Jack. Really, just it's one Jack. <laughs> and I like Paul Wall too, and maybe maybe one or two Eminem songs. But other than that, I don't listen my, to no Eminem. My name is MTK used to be a rapper, by the way, y'all. Remember, remember when Machine Gun Kelly was he a said, rapper? Call me Steve. Oh. Exactly. Remember when he was a literally. Remember when he was a rapper, but now he's like some punk nigga. He's fucking Megan, uh, Megan Fox. Like I'm like, he yo. used the black pop hilarity. He used the black like genre Macklemore, to get popular. Macklemore, Macklemore and now used the formula, and he got a Grammy over Good Kid, Mad City, Jesus. Nothing was the same. And Magna Carta, Holy Grail by Jay Z. We're telling you guys, try. Look, you know that meme of Dr. Omar, and first of all, I don't stand Dr. Omar, 
I don't like him. For my Shout reason. out Dr. Umar. That nigga is Yeah, hilarious. Umar. Sorry, Dr. See, I don't even I didn't even get his name right. Not, but, like, listen, you know that meme where he has the hat and the eyes? This is us toward the VMAs. Like, y'all stay woke. Stay woke. Okay. No real shit. Like I want to say y'all niggas like the VMAs, same for the Oscars, same for the Grammys, same for the Emmys, same for all this shit. Like y'all niggas need to start giving black people their props like for black real? media here like black media is the culture is in the it is the predominant popular culture in yeah. america black culture we are the predominant culture we influence everything so give us our and motherfucking flowers we all gotta give us our props and that's why i don't really give a fuck about these war shows because they never really will because it just 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 because out of just the, the world is just like well, white people and whatnot but we deserve that shit and like you said those performances all black all the most notable performances for from black people yeah, Chloe, Doja, Chloe, was Chloe, Doja Cat was great. was beautiful. Hers was amazing. Loved. Busta Rhymes was great. His breath yeah. control at yeah. the age of fifty plus was incredible. I was excited to see Busta Rhymes. Normani, oh man, her and Tiana, oh man. But I was not expecting <laughs> that either. I just was like, okay, <laughs> okay. I was like, yo, these are two I'm of the like, baddest women. I was like, and, am I bye? And then I was like, nah, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I might go. No, I might they, go they, straight they, for Tiana Taylor. I might. <laughs> Tiana, Tiana is is bad. She's somebody that I man, I've definitely looked at like Very beautiful. Yeah. yeah, beautiful woman, beautiful woman. But not even not even just the VMAs. Shit, I kind of had the same sentiments towards the Met, the really? Met Gala. Like, no, I love the. Okay, so. Uh, so I the celebrities just had a ball this weekend. I just felt so left out. I'll get into it, but like <laughs> so everybody after the VMAs, they got dressed up the next day and they went to the Met, and mm -hmm. I felt FOMO. And it's so weird because they're like, "How would you feel FOMO? You weren't ever invited." It's weird. Like I feel like even though I'm not famous, I should have been there. And let me tell you, I know the whole groups I would have been hanging out with. First, I would have been wearing Christian Dior. I would have been wearing something American, but in Christian Dior. I just know that I would. Um, with the cowboy hat, we would have had a Christian Dior cowboy hat. Because, I mean, I didn't – the theme was American. I didn't see much of American. Some people hit it. Some people did not. But I would have been a floater, and I would have floated between um, Normani, Sweetie, like, and Meg, like that type of group with the bad bitches, I would have floated between them to Jack Harlow and Lil Nas and, and um, Lil Uzi Vert, that group. Like, I know I just would have floated between both of them. Um, of course, would have said hello to Frank uh, and his baby. That was that was dope. And uh, and then, yeah, I would have said hi to um, Auntie Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross, you know, and, you know, kicked a little with Kiki. But those would be the main two groups. And call me crazy, but I just feel like I and I don't know. I felt FOMO. And it's so funny because we can like the software that we're using to do the podcast right now, we can like make our own names. And my name today is Matt Gala 2023, because mark my words, that is the year that I will be walking in the Met Gala. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. That's, well, you specifically, obviously, you're like, you're an actor, like you're, you're, you're already projected to go in this type of realm anyway. For me, being a regular nigga, a person that didn't, that never really expected to be famous, seeing the Met Gala is just so funny to me <laughs> like it just it just kind of it just be it just kind of reinforces that celebrities 
are in their own world always. No matter like no matter what yeah. is going on everywhere else, if you have enough money and enough influence and enough power and enough and enough all of all of that, you're going to be in your own bubble. <laughs> and the Met Gala is that bubble expanded for all the people who are in their own bubble that don't have to experience stuff like that. And you know, it's I wouldn't say like obviously Met Gala is more of a you dress w along with the theme and it's it's char it's charitable, right? Like obviously yeah. it's, it's a charity. So like it's obviously some it's obviously a lot to it. But more or less like nowadays it's just like who can pop off the best fit? Who can be who can spend the most on their fit? Who can who can get the well, most talk? I don't think they the I don't think that they spend. I actually think so the designers pay them to wear like their like thing that's how it works. okay yeah for sure all right but yeah but anyway like it just just all of that is just kind of like you is is really just performative more or less like it's just like okay yeah you're you're dressing you're dressing to impress and it's just for this night but like everywhere else in the world we just don't don't care that much like we's like obviously like okay. we're gonna talk about the fits like we're gonna be like all right since so celebrities are like known by everybody we're going to talk about what people wear but at the end of the day it doesn't really like affect me like the next and, day like it's, it's, it's a couple of days off from the met gala it don't affect me like and I'm never i gonna feel that i agree never, yes I like i'm never gonna see that like it's just like it's, it's one of those things it's just like i don't really care that much i don't know i loved it i'm sorry i i agree with what you were saying but i also loved it it was new york fashion week i just Oh, that's one of my dreams to like be in like New York Fashion Week. But that's like the epitome <laughs> of New York Fashion Week. The looks were giving and it was just amazing like seeing some of my favorite celebrities and all these designers, the different wardrobe changes. Like that shit was iconic as fuck to me. And I just I don't know. I loved it. Favorite fits of the night. Loved Normani and her big yellow gown. Loved that. I loved um Whoopi Goldberg was really nice uh uh Lil Nas had like the three outfit action going on he had the like he had the big ass cape then he was a robot and then he had like the one piece loved that uh Kiki was nice Chloe and Hallie were beautiful um they were amazing like honestly yin and yang I thought they were just wonderful and then also you know the mother of the Met Gala, Rihanna. She came at the end, and I I loved it. What's more American than a big ass coat with some diamonds on it, and uh, you know, a uh, a beanie hat? I think it was it, what it was. It was really cute and a really cool take. Um, Kim Kardashian was giving Undertaker. Love that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she would, hey, look, her and Yay, they always make me laugh when they be on that on that shit, bro. Like they they fashion just be on some. We always just we they know how to make us turn our heads and be like, What the fuck? I've seen memes <laughs> with Kim fit on. They put Shikamaru. If y'all watch Naruto, that's uh, an anime. Mm -hmm. They put one of the characters on that bitch and that was funny as hell. Like I've seen a couple memes about that shit. Like The funniest one is where it's like them doing like they're like saying it's the Illuminati um ritual or whatever and it's like Kim sucking the soul out of somebody. <laughs> that one's yeah. hilarious. It was like my anxiety traveling with me wherever I go type shit. And, be the, and it's so funny because Poosh posted that um, picture. And Poosh is um, Kourtney Kardashian. Oh, that's, that's, that's three times fast. Um, Poosh, what? 
Who's posted that post? Oh, okay, okay, there you go. Okay, I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, but yeah, Hooch is Kourtney Kardashian's company, and I think that was so funny that she like posted that meme, like making a little fun of her sister. Kim posted some of the memes too, and she apparently is supposed to be a big ass T-shirt, but um, oh, wow. yeah, okay. but okay. I think that Hallie definitely got it when it came to the theme. Like it was giving me um, hoedown, like. CMAs like I loved Hallie's outfit. Um who else wore a really good outfit? Uh who else was I loved um what's her name? I can't Zoe Kravitz. Oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Zoe. Uh who was she with? Uh Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, mm-hmm. yeah. They yeah, were Tessa Thompson. They were yeah, looking they was good. About to, yeah, you know, light skinned shady women. We all have those. <laughs> Jeremy Pope. Jeremy Pope was Jeremy. If you by chance ever hear this episode, because I don't know if you ever will, but I just want you to know that I would risk it all for you. You are just beautiful. If y'all don't know who Jeremy Pope is, he um he's big on Broadway. Um, one of the latest things he was in, he was in um, Pose. He played Blanca's boyfriend. Fine as fuck. This fine as fuck. Got some nice eyes. He can sing. Jeremy Pope was looking good. Um, MJ Rodriguez was looking beautiful. She plays Blanca on post. She was looking fantastic. She uh-huh. got the assignment too. Miss um, Auntie Mary was there. Um, she was looking great. They done had every celebrity at this bitch. This Except for me. Why? <laughs> you ain't there yet, man. You gonna get there? You're not there yet. You know, y'all ass ain't there yet. But no, nah. I that love Frank remind- and his baby. Thing. Frank and his baby was cool too. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, Frank Ocean made, made an appearance. He ain't been in our faces in a minute, so I already know an album is coming soon. I think the baby's going to be the album cover. He starts, yeah, I was about to say, when you, okay, well, I don't know about that, but yeah, that would be crazy, though. Because he's been posting that, that baby everywhere. I wouldn't be, I said, that's what I said, I wouldn't be surprised if that's like, either way, This I'm been, I'm waiting for Frank Ocean music. I fuck with Frank Ocean. Love yeah, him. I'm a big fan. I'm excited to hear some some new shit from him and seeing him out and about again is is definitely exciting. So yeah, definitely. Man, every time I see the back alley, I for sure be thinking like when you see those group pictures when they be like posting in the bathroom and shit, they clearly doing cocaine. I don't. What? (laughs) Come on, you got to understand. Like these are celebrities. Everybody in Hollywood does coke, and you're in LA now, so you understand. I don't that do coke, bro. Coke. I don't. I think you, you don't do coke right because you just got to LA. You just got to LA. You a Detroit? I'm nigga never going to do coke. Well, yeah, I'm born and raised. In D- I'm born and raised in. D- if y'all see, if y'all have watched Snowfall, it's on. city niggas that do coke too. Let's not this get it city twisted. nigga this don't city do, coke. do coke. This city nigga do not do coke. Hey, you you'll be surprised if you in the, in that space. Just like the Met Gala, you in the you in the bathroom with Lil Nas X, Jack Harlow, and you would uh fucking Normani. Oh no, you wouldn't be in the bathroom Normani, but you'll be like you you'll see like a Normani across, and they'd be like fucking come over to the side. We got some put some niggas, and you'd be like oh shit, what you mean? And you'd be like you see some a baggie with some white shit, and you'd be like fucking, I'm ready to risk it all. No, I'd like, be like I'm oh, cool, y'all. Like, catch me when y'all no, finish, and then you'll start You know, bitch, I'd be like, but, but, but look, but look, but look, if they got the blunt, pass me the blunt. I'm not a smoker, but I will smoke. They'll some do the blunts too, but they're doing coke. They're doing Molly. They're doing perks. No, doing I'm not doing that, and I don't think that they. <laughs> okay, I can see, I can see Jack doing it. I can see Jack 
I can't. I can and, see uh, X doing it. I can't see fucking Normani in the bathroom just doing it. Uh, what? Oh. Are you kidding me, bro? Bro, Normani seems. But after, <laughs> after that VMA performance, bro. No, no, listen, 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 listen. After that VMA performance, and after her, uh, her videos and what, what, how she's coming out and coming back into like uh, being a pop star. I'm like, I know she gets down like that. I know she. Just I don't does think so, man. I don't. I'm she gonna does. have know, to strongly disagree with you. I, just, I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's in my soul. I know you could look at a woman and be like, "Are you, are you dangerous?" What the fuck, <laughs> bro? Normani looks like she's dangerous for sure. She looks like she does coke. She, probably. Get the she fuck out of here, bro. No, bro, no. Let, all right, you'll you'll see, you'll see. Whatever, niggas know, niggas know. Anybody listening, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll know if you know, you know. You know these celebrities. Okay, these big I don't think. Okay, I think people do coke, but I don't think the niggas that you were naming do it. Doja, I could see her in the bathroom doing that. Yes, Doja Cat was. Yeah, maybe. Erica Badu. Yeah, Erica Badu. Yeah, he's doing coke for sure. We mentioned a white people. Billie Eilish is doing coke. Are you kidding me? She's, she's too definitely... young to do coke. I think. She's twenty. She's yeah, she can't coke. even drink. Well, she's gonna drink. Her Nigga, name is, but well, like, you was out here, you was out here guggling Hennessy at nineteen. Shut your ass! <laughs> you know you're, you're talking about a twenty year old doing some. First coke. of all, like, don't try to expose me. Do not stop it. Stop. <laughs> but I was saying though, what I was doing at nineteen is nobody's before. business. But look, I don't know. I okay. I hear what you're another saying, but too, that's a huge. That's very strong claim to me. Strong, but another thing too. My baby AOC has fallen from grace. AOC, <laughs> I she, feel so bad. She, she, Look, she really came, taxed the rich on a white dress while she was at the Met Gala. Here's what I'll say because I hear what people are saying and I agree. However, also I am gonna find fault in the argument. So people are saying like, "Oh, why would she wear that dress? Aren't you rich? Like at like with a bunch of rich people, why would you wear that? Doesn't make sense." But it kind of doesn't make sense to say that just a little bit. I'm playing devil's advocate here, but if there was a white person holding a Black Lives Matter sign, you wouldn't be like, that doesn't make sense. You're not being oppressed because you're the white person. You're doing the oppressing. Why can't also a rich person bring light to have the rich taxed? She could also be talking about herself. Like, she probably has no problem with being taxed. Like, I feel like, and it might not be the case. It might not be the case. But I just but I just feel like the argument of, oh, you're rich, so you can't say tax the rich. I don't think that's a strong enough argument, personally. Uh, I feel you. I definitely feel where you're going. But I say that's a little bit of a false equivalency. I feel like with white people holding up Black Lives Matter signs, it there's a little bit of ambiguity with that where you'd be like, okay, Depending on how they're holding it up, or depending on how they're representing it, you could tell they're an ally or they're being extremely performative. Like, and I'm not saying that she wasn't example. being performative, but I'm just saying that you can't say that rich people can't be for the cause because it, it's. You could be for the. I'll say you could be for the cause. Obviously, her status and her hard work has got her to her status. I mean, her her, her hard work has got her to her status. But like, I'll say like to to make it make it like a statement. At a, at a at a bar an event where it's just like geared towards all rich people and what the theme was what america uh i think was it was it was that the theme yeah america, america. so i might to say like you, you're doing that as like a 
person with high with a with a good amount of power in the country telling that other people need to be taxed like that doesn't that's that's more of a like okay that's why are cool. you saying other that's people like, though? how can you like, say that like, she's not, not including saying. herself though that's my thing and then it's also like some might argue that's the exact place to do that in the face of rich people i mean if we're just around a bunch of poor people saying tax the rich like i mean yeah that's good but like if the people who are not there to hear the message don't hear it then it's like i don't think the rich kinda... people care bro i don't think they care I don't think the rich but people like nobody can say that for that. sure though. Like you can't really like. I mean, there are rich people that don't care. I'm don't get me wrong, but I can't. You can't say that nobody saw that dress and was like, "Hmm, what is that I about?" Don't think that, it didn't spark conversation. I don't. Conversation. That's what I'm I don't, that's I, what I'm I don't think that's fair to say. I don't. I don't think that really did much. It's perform. Like that. I don't think that did much. Like kind of like what celebrities did that Imagine song last mm-hmm. year when it was all going around saying Imagine when around the time when George Floyd passed and COVID was ramping up and we mm. just heard celebrities singing. Okay. Yeah. You singing a heartfelt song about coming together as, as humans and, and being at peace with one another. But that does nothing for me. You putting a dress on that says tax the rich, for me being a working class citizen, Middle like middle class, obviously a lot of people could say that doesn't really exist because it's just <laughs> their their way of trying to get people closer to the to the to the upper upper class, the capitalists for real. I say as a working class person, person that doesn't make a shit ton of money, me watching you put a dress on that put red letters that says tax the rich does nothing for me okay but you uh, but that's the thing it does nothing for you you have to kind of like dissect who the message is for maybe that message is not for you and i'm gonna piggyback what sharon said a, a couple shows ago uh performative activism is not the best activism but at the end of the day it is activism in a way like it's still bringing to light and the met gala is a a nationally covered event like you know people see that and that sparks conversation so like the the only good part about performative activism if there is any good parts is the influence that it has the conversation that it sparks and i think and i and i i like that part of the dress and i don't want to take that away from aoc i think that that was I th- me personally, I think that was a genius way like to like slap in the face like these rich people brought me here. So let me slap them in the face and be like, OK, well, I think you should be taxed. And is it going to do anything for me, Jay Gooden? Probably not. But is it going to start and spark conversations in these rich little circles? Some can say it won't. But I think it's hold on. Somebody's fucking calling me. <laughs> hold on. Um will it not like I, don't, I think it's unfair to say that it won't spark conversation because that's simply not true people are going to talk about it and it's going to oh, yeah. it's been talked about yeah, yeah it's definitely been talked about but more in a negative light I, I say, uh, like, but like, that's toward us like you can't say in the yeah. like we don't know what these rich people maybe are in those rich circles i said maybe in those rich circles it is talked about but i i say like since I'm not in those rich circles, I still don't care. Like I don't care if they're. I don't but care if that's the thing. Not, like it's not. But like, that's the thing. You have to realize who the like, message is that, for. It's not for you. Saying, it's not that, for poor people. It's for the rich to be like, hey, like, like it's in the face of a rich people's event. Like it's to be like, like I'm sure, I, like I, some white celebrity walked up to her and was like, hey, like, what does that mean? And AOC, as a representative, you know, broke it down. 
you know, and, and that what, probably started something. So, like, I mean, people can be like, that message was not for me, but like, everything is not for, like, some things have to, I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it wasn't for us. So sometimes we, we don't hear something a certain way because it's not for us, you know? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could just not be for me. That's why I just group her in with all these other rich people that's being pompous. Am I? <laughs> that's that. I don't care. Like I said, okay. Like you just make your statement. Whoever you talking to, talk to them. I don't care. Like that's why I didn't really care about the Met Gala. I didn't care about the VMAs. I didn't care about none of this shit. <laughs> like I don't care about none of this shit. But, you don't care yeah. about anything. But uh, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, like, I was happy to see Frank Ocean, and I always love to see Kiki Palmer. We need to give her flowers. Bro, she was getting her thing bad i loved her oh my god she's the type of host that i aspire to be she fucking had that shit she it was this one point where she was talking to um to normani and she was like you know all the people they love your fashion normani's like no 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 she's like yes girl i'm not lying i wouldn't lie to you ask the kids i was like the way that you just said that like okay kiki yes yes yeah yeah no, yeah, she did great. Yeah, well, yeah, only had a couple great takeaways for that, but Met Gala, just like any other Met Gala, every year I watch that shit. Well, the next Met Gala will be May 2022. That's very soon, and the theme is part two for Americans, so basically that means that the celebrities was not hidden with the theme, so they're going to do it. Again. Yeah, so you know when your teacher <laughs> tell you, hey, all y'all niggas failed, so y'all everybody had to retake the Redo picture. it, yeah. <laughs> hey y'all gotta redo that bitch yeah well speaking of all these celebrities and our music anticipations um that's a perfect segue into the next topic um which is you know bagging these artists well let me preface this with a tweet because this is basically what i've been saying with the drake shit this is what i've been trying to say but this person summed it up much better but there's this tweet that i saw and i sent it to darren and it says Y'all have this cycle of hyping up artists, begging for music, then acting unimpressed once it's released. And I couldn't agree more. And the fact uh, that uh, people were talking shit about Have Mercy is proof. Like, what the fuck? Like, people are just fucking haters. And it, it kind of, like, goes to what I was saying last week. Like, I feel like people who don't have, like, an elevated palette when it comes to music and who listen to the same old shit... Um, they don't have an appreciation for music because how could you if you're listening to the same thing and then it's like why are you like doing like why are you hyping somebody up and you just know that you're gonna talk shit you know and and it, it, and, and i'm not saying that it's not fair to have an opinion and to dislike something but like i don't know like this trend is just really shitty and it's annoying and i just it makes people look like hypocrites. Like, don't be like, oh my God, I, this is going to be... Da, 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 da. And then like, oh no, it was trash. But weren't yeah. you on Twitter last week talking about, oh, I love this shit. This is going to be the next whatever. You know? So yeah. Yeah, I just think that people... People can't help it, bro. Like, us being consumers of all this media, like, we're we're really just by... Like, we're bystanders. Like, we're pedestrians. We're... We don't do like, especially like I, I say you we don't because do. I'm just not, I, I say I, we. No, I'm just kidding. You, you, I say obviously it's a lot of people that put in work. It's a lot of artists that aren't celebrities. Or a lot of artists that that do the do that work. Uh, that want to put it out to the world and, and obviously do critique. And I and I tip my hat on to the tip my hat out to those artists because 
it takes a lot to 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 create produce uh an expression of yourself in in an artistically good way yeah like and that takes a lot of courage that takes a lot of uh tenacity that takes a lot of creativity to make it palatable for people that aren't artists and most people aren't artists we're consumers so Mm -hmm. we can't help but like see something and critique it in our own heads like we're not none of us are professional critics none of us have degrees none of us have none of that shit no credentials to 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 critique art in a in a uh academic way we see it as like a consumer way like we just like okay you dropped i'm gonna tell you how i feel about it blah 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 and you definitely have trolls who don't really listen to shit and that comment on everything that just tell you that that shit's ass and they ain't really listen to it. And you got people that meanwhile they don't wash their fucking ass. <laughs> and you got people who have high. Why ass are you talking shit with your fingernails are dirty? It's like a lot of people have very very high expectations, like for for projects and for music and whatnot. And then when it's slightly different, they change their whole minds and about the whole shit. And, and yeah, I, I definitely concur with you. Like that shit like that that's not cool like you can't you can't definitely you you put artists in this box like when you see them as like these obviously they're commodities in a way because they obviously like sell a product to you but like it's it's not it's it's more to it so when you see it and you kind of and you kind of describe it in a rudimentary way where you'd be like oh this is ass blah 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 you take away the appreciation of the art itself. I always appreciate when an artist drops art. I cannot like. There's a lot of songs, a lot of paintings, a lot of TVs, a lot of. There's a lot of shit I don't like, but mm-hmm. I appreciate the artist putting their best foot forward in that. So like when we see shit like that, like when people like beg for shit, where they really be like, "Damn, I really want this artist to drop." Like when Ye and Drake dropped, like they they wanted him to drop, and I guarantee you, it was Kanye fans disappointed in Ye. It was Drake fans disappointed in Drake. Mm-hmm. But we begged these artists for this. We begged more artists for Frank Ocean. I was like, I want Frank Ocean music, but I guarantee it's gonna be people that listen to Frank Ocean in the past and listen to this new music, and it might be different enough where they're like, I don't give a shit about this. I want the old blank. I want the old Frank, the old Kanye, the old Drake. Mm-hmm. Everybody want the old. Like, but these artists grow and they evolve they they become something different and they give you uh, an offering of how they are currently in and the it, world and like, it's not like it's thing. like trash like i mean you have to give people their flowers like there's some like, even, even if even, it's completely if you don't different like it that don't mean it's not trash yeah even exactly. if you don't like just because them. you don't like them it does not mean that it's trash like you have to give people their props Especially if you're if you could never fucking do some shit like that. I could understand <laughs> if it was somebody that could do the shit. Like if Beyonce, this would never happen because Beyonce don't give a fuck. But if Beyonce uh-huh. heard a Rihanna album and was like, yeah, I really didn't like these runs here. I really didn't like these because Beyonce can do those runs and much more. That's different from a fucking just somebody that's just listening to the shit talking shit you don't know how much work somebody has put in you don't you can't really you don't have an appreciation for art and it just comes off as like very ungrateful these artists don't have to put this shit out they don't have to do none of this shit and people are just you know i don't know i'm getting a little fr- uh, a little angry to be completely annoying like it makes me heated yeah no i feel you it's, it's definitely some shit that's just like come on man like you can't you can't like you can't be like this you can't like i feel like some people try to be overly critical because they like and a lot of people have their own opinions and their own taste in music music is subjective i give that to everybody 
But like you being unnecessarily critical or or unnecessarily biased towards an artist. And I'll say even the other way, let's not even let's not ignore the people that drop that that love artists so much, whatever they drop, they're gonna love yeah. it and they're gonna and it's like even on the other spectrum, like it's people that will listen to some shit that's just not that good. Even even objectively, it's not that good. But to you, because that's your favorite artist, you're going to champion that shit. I have friends <laughs> that don't care about nobody nobody else's music but their favorite artist. So when they have new artists they drop and they go along with their favorite artist, it, none, of that, none of that shit matters unless their favorite artist is the one that's getting bumped. And that's so, so like, you, dumb. That like, like, why hey, would you... Like, oh, it's possessive. It, and it's like, it's, it's kind of just how us as consumers, us as fans, how like possessive we are towards artists, how possessive we are towards the music. And it's really sad because it's like, you're like cutting yourself off from enjoying so much. If, if you would just like open, be so open-minded to just like enjoy other genres or different things, like you could, and like, it would just make your life even more like you would, I don't know. It's I, I have such an appreciation for music because I make it, but even like it, it can't just be me because I have a friend. Destiny was on the podcast. Destiny doesn't make music like that, but she has that appreciation ingrained. And it's like I don't know. I just feel so bad for people who just like limit themselves like that. And then like, how dare you try to put that artist in a box because they don't make the shit that you wanted them to make? You know, like that's not fair. That's not fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that shit has to stop, man. Like y'all, y'all fucking fans, y'all fucking regular ass citizens. They ain't never picked <laughs> up an instrument. They ain't never tried to paint some shit. They ain't never tried to express themselves other than fucking going to school and doing the shit that they was already programmed or taught to do. Y'all niggas, I don't respect. I don't respect y'all opinions like that. Oh shit, somebody calling me too. <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like I um. I critique acting when I see it, but a nigga got a degree in acting. I have a whole BF fucking A. I know acting down to the science. So it's completely different when me as a person who knows the shit is critiquing versus somebody who doesn't. And that on and also even if even though I have the right to do that, that doesn't mean that I'm just sitting up doing that. Because even that within itself is like you should never be overcritical. Like there's goodness in something. The fact that something was able to be produced is like pretty dope. And it's more than what somebody else who has done, which is nothing. So yeah. Oh yeah. But all right, enough about that. Enough about the artists and the celebrities. Let's switch gears. We're gonna play another game that we have not played in a while. Well, it's not really a game, more of a segment. But Darren's Dope Dabbles. What you got for us this week, Darren? Man, Darren's Dope Dabbles. It's been a while since I've actually told niggas what I've been on. Fuck but, yeah, bro. Uh, like I said earlier in the pod, uh, I do have a, a auto show coming up. Uh, for many of you that don't know, I work at an events company that uh, plans the auto shows for Ford. So we have an auto show uh, called Motorbella coming up in Motorbella. Pontiac. And, uh, we all have, like, obviously roles during the actual show, and I'm going to be show calling. And uh, show calling is basically kind of just uh, guiding people that are coming in, going out, just like uh, ex- describing the cars that people are seeing and whatnot, just having an overall 
view of the show and it just kind of you know brought me to the conclusion man i could be a good ass host yeah i mean you're already a good ass host look at look at the fucking just just in general just like i was definitely at uh the auto show just like pretty good at just like being animated enough to describe like the cars and what people were seeing and i think we're gonna have a good show um and that's definitely something i'm I'm gonna try to do more (laughs) um but i definitely i definitely enjoy that um but yeah in terms of tv i've been fucking with what if on some marvel shit i don't know if niggas been i don't know if niggas been watching that but it's been it's been some good shit the last uh, one I saw was T'Challa. I need to get. I need to catch. Oh yeah, back you up. definitely gotta gotta catch back up. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been dabbling in this last week for real. Um, I yeah. love it. You you said yeah. I, I could be a good host. What what the fuck are you doing right now? Like you're, <laughs> you're pretty good. But like, you know, it's different. Like hosting, like in person. Okay. In person at an event with people like live. You feel me? Yeah. Live is different. Speaking you of good hosts, I was so pissed at my audio last week. I sounded like I was fucking calling in, and I'm a host. I was very annoyed, and hopefully it don't sound like that this week. I don't know until we're done, and so, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) But all right, y'all, that brings us to the end of the show. I can't believe that we only have one episode left. Like, this is crazy, but exciting, and season two is going to – look, we're going to be gone for a while, but trust, we're planning and – Season two is going to be even season better than the be Crazy. Yeah. Man, y'all niggas not ready for that at oh, all. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so excited. Well, we, wanna, we definitely want to thank y'all for, for, you know, tuning in with us uh, for these up to nine episodes. If you're, like, been here since the first episode or this is your first episode listening to us now, um, definitely we appreciate you. If you've been listening since the first episode... If you're a guy, you deserve a good dick sucking. And if you're a woman, you deserve that coochie eight. Okay. If you've and been you listening to be doing which between me and Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because I'm not sucking or eating anything from any of you, but I'm just saying you deserve it though. <laughs> okay. Okay. You deserve it, but I'm not going to find somebody else to do that. But um, plus he did the preference. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, but anyways, um, like always, follow me on Instagram, J underscore Good in ninety eight. Send me what you want to talk about. We'll talk about it. And now, since we're at the end, send me ideas for season two. Me and Darren will talk about it when we, you know, have that big long time on hiatus to come up with different things. Yep, yep, yep. And same old, same old. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Ned Saturn. N e d s a t u r n. That's Ned Saturn. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, willing to hear suggestions for season two as well. Uh, thank y'all, man. Thank you guys so much. Oh my god! Man, one more episode to go. Season finale. Oh. Y'all ready? Oh, we gotta come with some fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just fire, y'all like, like, tune in next week. Tune in next week. It's gonna be tune good. in, tune in, tune in. But thank y'all so much. Thanks, guys.